These days, we're all getting more screen time, which means we're also getting more blue light exposure than ever before. Too much blue light can make your eyes feel tired, dry, or blurry. It can also affect your sleep. Zenni's Blocks lenses help to protect the eyes by keeping harmful blue light out. Because they're virtually clear, add blocks to any Zenni frame for stylish, all-day protection. Get a complete pair of prescription or non-prescription Blocks glasses starting at just $24. Protect your eyes now at Zenni.com. Hats Off is an edutainment podcast that is in no way a substitute for clinical assessment, diagnosis, and treatment. The views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and their guest. Mental health is defined as a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. But sometimes we have to get real, and that's when we say, Hats Off! I just want to do it again. The fact that you do this every time. I don't do it every time, but I'm super excited today. Why are you so excited, This is a celebration because it's our first time having um, guests. And I'm like super excited about that. Like, I can't do the pew, 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 pew. First off, where was I at that I said that they did that like six times back to back? I don't remember. You were somewhere where they were doing that, the horn thing, the Jamaican yes. horns? Because remember you text me and I was like, oh, they're doing this. <laughs> oh, it was at that poetry, poetry thing I went oh, to. Oh, yes. Literally, it was the most <laughs> awkwardest thing ever. They did it six times. Back like, back. in a spoken word, so people were like, you know, Trump yep. can't, beep, 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 beep. Yep. No, sir, mm-hmm. simmer down. Stop yep. it. Stop Very it. uncomfortable. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, what's up, hat heads? How's it going? Why do I want to say hat haters for a second? This I mean, because if you out there, oh. we see you and we're unbothered. So real quick, I always talk about the memes that Earl sent, sent me, sends me. Earl sent me this video of this little boy sitting on a half wall. Oh. And these chicks were behind Shmood. the half well, half wall fighting for life. Like they, it was three of them fighting. And this little boy was so unbothered. He was like they were like lean against him. And he was just like, I don't like this ain't none of my business. I don't know these folks. I'm not. I'm Mimi about to participate. When <laughs> Jessica Dimes snatched that little treasure girl. Actually, no, I probably would have been Jessica because I'm that friend that's going to hit. Yeah, I'm but, definitely Jessica Dimes. But I was but loving Mimi. That when she, she was like, this plate though. Continue to eat her rib. This plate is yummy so yes unbothered so if you are a hat hater i'm sorry i hate it for you good luck with your life but i love that you're giving us these ratings yes absolutely absolutely so we have two amazing guests today and so we are going to tip our hats to them and let them introduce themselves so i'm going to tip my hat to shadell hi hi shadell so tell us a little bit about you well, my name is Shadell Goodson, and I run a blog called ShadellGoodson.com. Nice. And I also run a YouTube channel, YouTube.com forward slash Shadell Goodson. Awesome. Awesome. So what's the, what's the theme of your blog and your channel? Well, between my blog and my channel, I cover all things, of course, beauty, lifestyle, and advice and career advice um, as well. So you get a little bit of everything. And that's the whole point um, of my blog and my channel is to let people know that you're not limited to just one thing. Mm. Your blog doesn't have to be about one thing. You can be good at multiple things. You can like and be interested in multiple things, and that's okay. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. And I'm tipping my hat off to Trent. Hey, guys. 
Oh, quick drop the sex. Hey, guys. <laughs> like you that. are so out that's, of order. That's my YouTube voice. That's a, all right, all right. <laughs> um, my name is Trent Brunson, and I have a YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash trending Trent, duh. Um, but yeah, my YouTube channel is definitely a lifestyle channel as well, too. Um, I definitely feel that if you box yourself in, especially with YouTube, you'll just get stuck. Like, I feel for, like, the makeup artists and the beauty gurus that just have to do makeup tutorials all the time. Like, that's a lot of creativity mm-hmm. just for your face. That's why they be painting. <laughs> that's why they be gluing pom-poms and shit to their face. Like, did y'all see <laughs> that video see that where they were gluing pom-poms, the little pieces of fuzzy pom-poms to their face? And, like, this is the new makeup. I was like, this is not a thing. It's, it's definitely <laughs> like, not y'all not are bored. Thing. Y'all have run out of ideas. What look did they call that? Uh, oh, I, foolishness. <laughs> The the dumb shit like of twenty seventeen. Like the makeup now with d- crazy items. Like yes, uh, one lady did barrettes. Um, she put makeup on with barrettes. Yeah, and like she did like different stuff. One person and it's gonna be vulgar. They used a dildo. Oh, I did. <laughs> I seen the one one person that used like implant the breast. Yeah, like they be what? out of order. Yeah. One lady used the Easter egg that you your child uses, like the little ones you crack open that you put in the yard. Is this and a I'm challenge? Like, Is this a thing? I everything ain't a thing, but everything they made it a thing. Not a thing, y'all. Please, if you challenge. get to the point in life where you feel like you need to take a dildo and dip it in makeup and rub it across your face. I need you to just go to www.embraceabundancenc.com <laughs> and send me an email and we can get a session. Okay. Because that's a cry for help and you don't have to suffer alone. Like, please don't rub a dildo across your face for attention. And that's very We can sanitary. get your needs met <laughs> okay. in other ways. Like, we can get your needs met other ways. <laughs> Holy God. Okay. I can't. All right. <laughs> So today, y'all, we are talking about the good, the bad, the ugly of social media. Mm -hmm. And so we brought in two people who are connected to social media and where social media is part of your hustle, um, as well as just in our generation, it's a part of our daily lives. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about balance and uh, what you do and what you don't do on social media um, and how that connects to our mental health. Because I'm going to share this later, but there was an article around likes being a medicator for people. And so, you know, when people are feeling sad or feeling lonely or whatever they post something and the number of likes they did um brain scans Mm -hmm. and the likes gave that same um shot of endorphin that like crack gives and they were saying that people are starting to use social media as a medicator to you know not feel their feelings so that was very fascinating um and i've seen articles around you know when we were growing up, we were expected to take our ass to the store and like shut up. And now, like when I'm at the store with my son and other, you know, I see other kids, they've got like a phone in their hand. Like oh, it's like, oh, well, you know, we don't want Billy to get upset. Like what? I need you to parent your kid. Don't give them a tablet just because you're out in public. Because what does that teach the child around how to cope and how to listen and how to like interact with others? Mm-hmm. So social media and technology as a whole can be positive, but they also can be very detrimental. Um, So for our um, guest, how did you get started? Like, how did you first like get connected with social media? Like, I guess personally, and then for your, for your brand. Well, do you want to go first? first? (laughs) Sure. Um, 
Wait, can you repeat the question? How did you get started? How like, get so how old were? You, let's do ever. How old were you when you started like a Facebook page? Okay, like, let's take a bit of MySpace first. Oh, MySpace. <laughs> hey. I think I was on MySpace in middle school. school. I definitely was in middle school. Oh, with yeah. the little I'm surveys. so much. I'm so much older <laughs> than these people. But okay, <laughs> the surveys about yourself. Oh, right. God. What y'all know about College Club? Who? Who? Oh God! Don't Who do me like that. that! Don't do me like that! Are y'all kidding me? To all my older listeners, who to all my thirty-year-old listeners and up, like, please send me some love about College Club because these these children just looked at me <laughs> like College Club like was I a said, Facebook back in the day when you thought you had it. It was, yeah. So that's it's Facebook, right? It was no, it's not Facebook, oh, but it was a, it was the the Facebook of its time. Like I, when I was in I don't undergrad, know her. it was the Facebook before. I don't know Facebook. her. Whatever. She was a bad bitch. You hating. <laughs> you hating. Anyway, so when did we join Facebook? Um, Facebook, I feel like I didn't really get into until like my freshman year of college, which was 2010. But MySpace, I feel like I had it since middle school. And let me tell y'all, my MySpace was popping. I tried to make it all minimalist. <laughs> I had hid my followers and my like top. Had the layer, had, the yes, dog layer. My letters falling from the sky. Every week you had a theme song? Yes. That's what I'm talking yo, about. Yo, my, yo, my page was reflecting my emotions. Like if I was sad, my page was like black. <laughs> oh, God. I, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think I, I was. I, I think I was in more. seventh grade. Wait, Facebook? With a Facebook? Oh, I thought you were talking MySpace. Oh no, MySpace! I had that bad boy cursing, cursing see, for no reason. See. But no, um, definitely high school is when I got Facebook. I want to say I was a sophomore or because I don't I think I had my I was Twitter until I was a junior. I want to no, not in high. I, I want to say no. I was a freshman with a Facebook. Yeah. Okay. So high school. Yeah. About a lie about your age. Too. I did. I did. <laughs> I just put that on Snapchat. Um, last night <laughs> when you had to lie about your birthday to okay. get a Facebook because it was for people in That's college. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I definitely started that Facebook you. in college, and I was like anti-face. Like everybody was talking about Facebook. I was like, what the hell? Why you want people to know your business? And I don't care right. like what you're doing right now. Why are you? What's the status? And I just I was so anti-Facebook. And then I don't know why I ended up falling in, but I fell I'm in. I'm anti-Facebook today. Because <laughs> I hate when I see Shaquana getting money, jeans. Oh, or Terrell about mine, Wallace. Are somebody on Facebook Live recording their baby daddy going off, showing up at the door? Okay, right. or, or another him talking about a mixtape. Or another fight. People just put too much. Like I, whatever. Yeah. So right. this girl posted, <laughs> she was like, y'all, I'm pregnant again. <laughs> see, see, that's I why I like sis. I, I bet her father was like, "Not again." Here we go. And somebody yeah. said, "This is the third one," and I was just like, "Sis, get a diary, stop a get therapist, a diary." What's your website again? Uh, embraceabundancenc.com. <laughs> get yeah, get a therapist and a diary. Like, what? Absolutely. Everything does not go on social media. And what bothers me about this generation is that a lot of this generation does they all under their own perception of jobs not looking me up. They don't care. Yeah, it's my personal account. I said, oh, yes. okay, yes, and people look you up. Like I that look is you up. that is so true. Mm-hmm. My old supervisor, she said the first thing she did was stalk me on Facebook. See, yeah, and I'm gonna go on your Facebook even if you ain't working. Even if I'm Absolutely. not even interviewing you. Oh, what's that name? <laughs> Google <laughs> just right. to be nosy. Real Absolutely. Quick. Listen, and I have Google my name. I'm so glad that I set my Facebook up so it doesn't pop up. It's under a different name. But yeah. nice. yes. Yes. So what's the appeal of social media then? Like, what's it good for? I think social media comes in handy, especially with how the world is moving. We're moving towards technology. Everything is technology. Everything is online. 
So especially for entrepreneurs and businesses, as far as branding and trying to reach different audiences, Mm -hmm. I think social media is very great when it comes to that because you can connect to so many different people and you can reach so many people at the same time. So I think as far as business-wise, social media is on the top three as a must-have. Oh, definitely. Definitely, especially if you're trying to be an entrepreneur and that networking like, mm-hmm. I love getting free stuff, y'all. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shout out to yeah. the freebies. Yeah. And I think it allows you to stay connected to people in a way we used to not be able to stay mm-hmm. connected. Like, I'm friends with people in California and in the UK and different places. And we're not going to see each other often. And we're all adults and we have lives. And so I'm not going to be able to text you and have these conversations. And there's a time mm-hmm. difference. But I can see you on Facebook and check in. And if something happens, exactly. I can reach yeah. out. Exactly. And I can totally relate to that because... As being a military child, I mm-hmm. moved around a lot. So via Facebook and MySpace, that's how I kept in touch with associates and friends that I went to school with mm-hmm. when, you know, I had to leave and stuff. So Definitely. You could be a little bit nosy on your friends that moved too. Be like, what you doing over here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. But True. You remember, be you like, can girl, only... I saw your status. What happened? Oh, right. <laughs> Absolutely. But see, you, you okay? can only know what they put up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's a lot of people. And I tell people, all t- I tell clients all the time, do not compare your entire life to someone's highlight reel. Yes. Oh, this is hey, someone's definitely. highlight yes. reel. They are not out here like with that tub of ice cream, you know, <laughs> with them <laughs> with a picture of themselves doing it's a selfie, so stalking their ex boyfriend with this so tub of ice cream. That you say that because a friend and I was just having a conversation about that. People, most people, will only put the good on mm-hmm. social media. So yeah. if you're comparing yourself, you thinking that person is just perfect. This person doesn't lying. go through anything, but you're not seeing all behind the scenes of. What it took for so and so to get like, there. Like I'm over here exactly. hustling. Yeah, you see me posting about trips, mm-hmm. but I'm not better post. Why, why would I post that I'm at work? Exactly. <laughs> I know what that's like. Exactly. You know, or, right? You see them yeah. trips and they have all this stuff, but the apartment mad small. Exactly. Uh, like that's the other thing. Like <laughs> they could just be lying. <laughs> but trips, right? Like people could just be lying. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like they could just yeah, they might be on this trip, but we don't know what their credit score looks like. We don't know if oh, they, they are living in their clothes. mama's basement. Exactly. They could be like selling drugs on the side like you don't know what else they're doing all you know is like oh they're in egypt but you know that doesn't mean who anything who they with, egypt with? Sugar Daddy. exactly <laughs> exactly yes oh that shade yeah i'm just saying i'm just saying we might have to talk about the um side chicks of charlotte no we won't is that we're not gonna I'm do not it them we're not giving them mm-hmm. airtime. Mm-hmm. listen i saw that right um, and I was like, is this a thing when somebody showed it to me? And so, you know, I guess because I'm into social media, I was looking at it and I was like, okay, they have a lot of views. But then I saw the photos and I was like, how do they have all these views and their photos only Low have like budget. five likes? I'm like, yeah. what is this? Because <laughs> like, you can buy your likes. So that's the other thing. Like with social media, you can buy certain amounts of followers mm-hmm. and different things. And so there are people who may have thousands of followers, but they purchase those people. Like those aren't actual people who are following them that are engaging with them mm-hmm. and actually like what their product is or what they're saying or doing. But we see that number. And then all of a sudden we turn that in on ourselves and feel like we need to have that as well. And it's not a real thing. Definitely. I just find it interesting how each social media, like Snapchat, Instagram and Facebook changes. Mm. So a person shows a different side of themselves on each outlet. So on that Facebook, is true. I'll say for older people, they'll put more on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But on Snapchat, 
you gonna see the craziest shit. Because people, people are that's me. Might be following that's the right me. phone. Because you like people, you like it's twenty four hours. This gonna disappear. But they have all these apps now where like you can pull up people's snaps even after it disappears. Like, oh wow! Can you, um, well, I don't do anything crazy, but I do believe that. Well, yeah, like that on different Instagram. platforms are for different things. Mm-hmm. So. Like on, like for me on Snapchat, you may see my weekend when I go out and I, <laughs> and we be lit and I turn up and I'm lit. But I'm not gonna put that on my Insta story. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna put you that know on my get Insta, Insta story. story a, a, a nice little boomerang gonna be hung out. That's it. You know, you may get an outfit snap on the mm-hmm. on the Insta story, mm-hmm. but you're not gonna get the full blown effect like Snapchat's gonna get. So different platforms, I I think that is a thing. Gets mm-hmm. different things because you have to think about like your audience. Where's your main? Where's your attention coming from? And like for me. Instagram is kind of like yes, it's my own personal brand, but it's also I also use it for business purposes as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I don't want to put too much out there because a brand may look at it and mm-hmm. be like, "Well, this girl ain't got no she act out right." She's yeah, so cool. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> definitely. And you so. have to be careful on YouTube too. Um, mm-hmm. I have some friends on YouTube that like have big followings and stuff, and sometimes the things that they talk about, you just be like. I can't believe you said that and actually put it up. But then, you know, their followers or their subscribers, they like them because mm. they're being real. real. Yeah. And then, but brands look at them and you'd be like, you're ghetto. Yeah. You're too much. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good follow up, a good segue. Like, what, how do you know what to share and what not to share? Like, what are your boundaries with what you share? For me, I'm still, I'm figuring that out as I go. And I was literally just talking about that with a friend. Um, with me, I have a, it's hard for me to try to, as far as like connecting with other people as being like open and transparent because I'm a very private person. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard when you have to be, you know, kind of open on social media. So it's kind of like, well, what do I say to still remain authentic? To mm-hmm. let them know that I'm a real person. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not Instagram ready all the time. Yeah. Or, you know, you know, I'm, I don't have the the perfect caption or the perfect thing to say all the time. So for me, I still kind of struggle with, okay, do I want to share this or do I not want to share this? Because mm-hmm. I feel like once it's out there, you open yourself up to all types of feedback. Mm-hmm. And I hate mm-hmm. when people put their business out there and then they say, well, nobody asked you. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, well, ma'am, sir, That's not you put it on the internet. So once it's on the internet, it's out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also like, that's what I, um, you know, when we were first starting this podcast, I was very like, I don't know. Cause I'm, too in private mm-hmm. so it's like well, how much am i going to share on this where i'm still coming across as real and genuine but i was talking to someone we were just saying like i don't like when people feel like they know something about you mm-hmm. and it might even it might even be bad like they might want to be like okay oh i want to be friends with this person but you might talk about this on this podcast i post this oh well you know earl is doing songs so like they're talking about you as though like y'all are friends yeah and they're like they feel like they know something about you when in the case they don't mm-hmm. you, yeah you guys literally that is youtube mm-hmm. like Depending on your niche or like what you're talking about, um, especially if you're trying to become off as authentic as you can be, especially trying to stay private too, because I'm definitely private as well too. So I feel like that's a barrier for me, um, trying to like show my personality and come off real and have good content. But like, okay, I know I can't be saying that because I started YouTube late. Like I started after I graduated college. So if I started like I was in high school or I was in college, I probably wouldn't care as much. But mm. now that I know I'm in the professional, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. so my employer's doing this. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like my manager watches both of them. They watch my YouTube videos. Yeah, my boss listens to the podcast. Yeah. And we'll, both my, my boss and her boss. And yeah. will text us and be like, y'all cut like, out. Like, and we, at first, we were just kind of like, mm, I don't know if I want y'all to listen. But we were like, look, we're going to cuss. 
and we go talk about issues related to people who look like us and i mean our people are woke so it's yeah. fine but <laughs> you know i think do you you have to decide though like how do you decide what you're not going to compromise in in regards to what you do share mm-hmm. like i'm going to say i don't support um number 45 for president like i'm gonna say that and i'm not gonna call <laughs> him my president because that's who i am mm-hmm. i am going to say i'm an ally um of the lgbt community but i'm also going to say i'm a believer um because i believe that those two things can go together yeah. if you read if you yeah. google and have some sense um i'm going to you know be authentic about some things where i'm just not going to compromise on that side either and you know if that costs me followers or viewers or listeners if, if you want to be a hat hater, then that's what's up. Mm-hmm. So how do you decide, like, these are the things I'm going to share anyway? I feel like for me, it comes with, I know it seems like shallow, but it comes with, like, the numbers and, like, my viewers and, like, their interaction with me on my social media. Um, with on YouTube, if I'm talking about something and I see that it's getting, like, good feedback or we're having good conversation and it's, like, constructive or it's, like, good conversation, I'll be like, okay, maybe they want to de- dive deeper into this t- subject or maybe I can talk more about it. Um, and, you know, the more subscribers you get on YouTube, you know, the more the, like, checks and the ads keep coming in. Mm-hmm. So there might be a time where you can, like, transition from, you know, professional into, okay, maybe I'm about this YouTube life. But until I get there, you know, I'm definitely going to be a little bit censored about what I talk about and just fill it out with the numbers and with the interaction and make sure everybody's not doing anything crazy on there. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm. For me, like you were saying, I, I'm very open that I don't support Donald Trump and I don't recognize him as my president. I'm in the military mm-hmm. and I'm very open about that <laughs> mm-hmm. on all my social media mm-hmm. platform. Um, but for me, um, especially being in the beauty world and, and lifestyle and all that as far as like personal topics so you you know youtube you get you know boyfriend stories and all that stuff I, you know i find it kind of hard to like to share like things like that and i'm still trying to balance it out so it's like i kind of sit back and reflect on okay how much can i share without getting too personal mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. know i'll i have notebooks and stuff where i write down like different ideas and i just kind of fill it out and if i can have a point where okay this is what i'm going to do this is what i'm going to talk about and i think it's going to be good then i'll do it if i feel like well i may have some explaining to do if i mention this this mm-hmm. may open up a whole nother yeah <laughs> a yeah. whole nother okay. door then i'm i'm gonna leave this one out of the blog or out of the video mm-hmm. um but yeah like i said it's still a battle because i'm you know it's you want to be transparent because i think it's just a lot of people out there it's just everything is picture perfect mm-hmm. and Everything in reality is not exactly. Mm-hmm. We all know you that's know? not your exactly. truth. Exactly. So. Yeah. So I'm still balancing it, trying to fill it, fill it out as far as um, sharing personal details about my life and things that I've gone through, and making sure I'm able, if I'm going to put it out there, that I'm able to give good feedback. On mm. it, you know? Story it's times not. are difficult, aren't they? Like telling your life story about the story. I don't. Mm. Yeah, because people, they do the most with the yeah. story time. Yeah. That's why they be people names and stuff. Yeah. I tell people all the time, you need to share from your scars, not your wounds. Come on. So mm-hmm. if some like when you think about a wound and I'm caring for a wound, like it's open to infection, it's, you know, it's vulnerable, it's, you know, it's fresh. 
and I need to be putting ointment on it. I need to be healing it. I need to be covering it up with some gauze. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> now, my scar can be out in the world. Like, you know what I mean? My scars are just out here. Like, I have a scar right here. Like, people are going to see my scar. But them seeing my scar doesn't hurt my scar because it's healed. Mm-hmm. And so when I share things, like I've shared on here that I'm divorced. But I'm healed about that thing. And that's well with my soul. So I can share that. But there are other parts of my life where I, that's still a little bit of an open wound for me. I'm not going to share it because, again, once I share it, like Shadell said, people can talk on it Mm -hmm. and then that's going to send me a lot of times when we go like nuclear when somebody shares something that's because it's an unopened it's an open wound for you Mm -hmm. it's not a scar and so don't put your wounds out there Um, I do feel like people especially in this day and age feel like they need to put their wounds out there for shock value especially when you look at like reality tv stars and all of those people like I remember when the whole thing with the one of the Marys from Mary Mary when her husband had just like cheated and had the affair on their reality show. And she was like actively going through healing from her husband's affair on reality TV. And being, I was like, I don't I don't think we should watch this. Like, yeah. I don't like she did she shoot up the car. I don't this, what's <laughs> happening. Like, this is so personal and intimate. And I mean, on one level, I get like you want to be transparent, but you don't owe us anything you about your husband's yeah. affair. But that's what bothers me when people start selling themselves for a check. Mm. You're letting people in too much for a check. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And with a lot of content creators and, you know, YouTubers and stuff, they'll think that, oh, this is going to get me more views, more likes. Mm-hmm. People people mm-hmm. like this. They want to see me go through this. They want to see that. But some, mm-hmm. some things, it's just like, sis, Slow it down. this is too <laughs> much. You need to log off mm-hmm. and you need to go recollect and get yourself together. And put yeah. that bad boy in a journal. Yeah. Exactly. And what is your soul worth? Like, Mm -hmm. what is your soul worth? Like, if I share so much that, yeah, I get this big check, but then I'm like, I've like cut myself open Mm -hmm. like 50 times. And is the check even worth it if I'm have to spend all of it paying Courtney for therapy? Or I'm going to the um, grocery store and everybody (laughs) thought they could just say anything to me about my life. Yes, absolutely. Definitely. And there's so many YouTubers that I feel like they say they started because they didn't have any friends or anything like that. And Mm -hmm. after they become like YouTube famous or whatever... Um, they still ain't got no friends because exactly. like they got be followers. Mm-hmm. Well, you got followers and friends. Definitely. Like, let's have a conversation about the difference between followers yeah. mm. and friends because <laughs> those are two different people. Two major different. Very different. Different people. Yeah. And that's the scary thing about social media is some people come become too dependent on social media. Mm-hmm. Instagram, Snapchat is their friend. Mm-hmm. And that's scary. That's scary to me. Because I just feel like if you live by their praise, mm-hmm. you'll die from their silence. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, oh, I know, right? Okay. All right. Let me hear you. I know, right? <laughs> mm. But that's very true. If you if your life depends on people hitting a button, then when they stop hitting the button, and what we know is this is a fickle, a fickle time mm-hmm. where people can love you one second and hate you the next. Mm-hmm. And so they can stop hitting the button at any minute. Or there's somebody new, fresh, and fun that they're starting to follow now. And so if that's all you have, then... Yeah, don't let you make a mistake. Uh, exactly. Even if you made one in the past, they'll bring it up. Just like that mm-hmm. scissor controversy. Yeah, yeah. So do either of you have like a, you know that you're comfortable sharing like a horror story from like, you know, crazy followers or like people that, you know, Ooh, I have or like one. negativity. And you're like, what do you do with that? Well, mine is in relation to, I've ran into a lot of issue with catfishes, people mm, using my, girl. 
<laughs> you, Earl, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Like people using yours? Yeah, like my pitch, pictures, pictures my information. You um, saying they in the military. Like she's had crazy. Yeah, and I had one instance where I had this lady. She found my real profile and she DM'd me. And she was just all like, I want to let you know so-and-so is pretending to be you. And they had scammed her out of some money. <gasps> they had scammed her. And I felt so what? bad because she was just sending me the screenshots. And she had really trusted whoever it was. And she was like, I just want to let you know that they are using your information. I go to the profile. They had me blocked. So I had to, mm, of course. <laughs> I had to go through my right. sister's profile to, you know, go look and see and i mean they're using my mil- like you know my military pictures and all that so that's another reason why i'm kind of reserved as far as posting mil- my military stuff on social media oh because God. that falls back on me mm-hmm. you know if someone was to take that and report that which if she wanted to she could have went and reported it and that would have been a whole other thing of course it would have came out that it wasn't me yeah but yeah i had it was someone out there scamming people out of money and having people send them their banking information and for what though like what was their scam like it was something but making that whole scam, making money quick and stuff. Oh like if you do this, if you if you promote this, then I'll give you this. Oh. If you do this, like I'm selling MacBooks, I'm selling iPads. Mm-hmm. If you post this oh. on your um Instagram feed, I'll send you the money. Just, just give me your, your account mm-hmm, information. Just give me your account information. And yeah, she had DM'd me and I just felt so bad. But now, luckily, Instagram has it to where you can report them now and you and they'll take it down and stuff like that. Okay. But, yeah, I had to give, like, a kind of heads up to my unit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if somebody reports something about Goodson. <laughs> it's not me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It's not me. It's yes. not me. So things like that, it gets scary when you're sharing personal information and then you're also um, in the professional world. Because a lot of these YouTubers and people that do, like, content full time, they don't have another, another job outside mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. So they don't really have no one to, like, kind of report to. But when you're in the professional world and you're working and stuff and you have people that you got to report to and work with, and they'll be like, hey, what's this? You know, you got to be like, shit, I don't know. You <laughs> tell me. You looked it up. <laughs> right. You know, what's going yeah. on? Or somebody said this was you. You know, this is you. It gets kind of, like, you know, crazy. So, you know, I, I, I had to give a heads up to, you know, my commander. Like, you know, hey, like, you know, if anyone reports anything, like, this is not me. You know, I have people, you know, stealing my stuff oh my god i feel like yeah. even past the professional aspect like if they're using your personal pictures like say you post your mom or if you have a child like yeah i do worry family, about stuff like and that then they like they're using those pictures still mm-hmm. pretending to be you like i just that's that's really, sad i mean she yeah. had u.s army in her um bio See, that's she, she was you she had she had did gradu- she post her sister um yep she posted my sister <gasps> and she posted um graduated from winter but she had the wrong degree <laughs> oh lord she had the wrong oh degree. my gosh that's crazy Ooh, what about you? I luckily have not had any horror stories, <laughs> but my question is like, where do you find the time? Like, did this person have a social media of their own too? You know, they were like trying to hustle people out of money, try trying to be you, but like, when were they themselves? Probably never. never. They probably make yeah. a quick page to follow the person that they want to catch, yes. like steal, yes. steal their identity, and then just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if it like works, then you get like all this money, like, and that's your job. So the the time where you we're all at work, they're scamming. Like scamming <laughs> right. is their job. That's their job. <laughs> that's their job. So it's oh about eight gosh. hours a day of scamming. Like, yeah, that's so scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do y'all do with negativity? What do y'all do with people who um don't like what you're saying or aren't you know supportive? Now that I'm older, I don't I I don't pay any attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of just ignore it you know and i 
I, I'm not that person. You know, you have those people out there that deletes all the negative. Mm-hmm. You know, if you post something negative or I don't like this, they delete it. But I just leave it there because it's like, hey, if you don't like it, somebody else don't like You know, that's your personal opinion. I'm all for opinions. Mm-hmm. What's that mean? You're entitled to your wrong opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello. But, you know, um, I just overlook it. I, I don't let it get to me. I can take constructive criticism. But if you're just flat out being negative for whatever reason you may have, I'm not going to give you the time of day. Because usually when people are on your, um, your, you know, on your stuff, being negative and stuff, they just want your attention and time. They're trying to get you out of character to see how you're going to act. Mm-hmm. And so I don't like to give people that power. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. giving them any camera time. Exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you will not steal my followers. Okay. I know. That's right. Definitely. Yes. Um, I deal with negativity the same way i just kind of leave it on there and just kind of like pass it by just i guess because i'm older and i'm just like okay well whatever they really don't know me like that now they would have called me in high school we can take this to twitter and we can have that twitter twitter (laughs) Twitter and next thing about twitter now back in the day twitter (laughs) (laughs) i deleted my twitter uh junior year of college but my mouth oh i was reckless savage well i'm savage in general but yes (laughs) but i will say i deal with negativity from I guess people that I would think that were my friends mm. differently from my social media, especially when I was first getting started. Um, I definitely, definitely the negativity was coming from like lack of support. Like, are you sure you want to do this? Mm. How do you think this is going to turn out? Mm-hmm. What are you going to talk about? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know yet. Let me, let me get my, you know, feet wet. Let me get it rolling first and then I'll see. And I feel like it's turning out pretty well, but just like the naysayers and stuff, that kind of negativity is probably what affects me the most. Mm-hmm. And how I deal with that, I guess, is like, Prove them wrong, basically. I told you, show yeah. words twice as hard. Yeah, absolutely. I remember um, I went to a, a networking event a few weeks ago, and um, this chick there was there, Brandy. She actually threw the event, but she was saying, like, our friends are not our fan base. She was like, your friends no. are not your customers. No. And we get real hurt when our <laughs> mm-hmm. friends don't show up for us the way that we mm-hmm. want them to, but they're not our customers. Like, I'm not necessarily talking to my friends in regards to my product. I'm not necessarily, you know, selling that to my friends. And so, therefore, their opinion doesn't really matter as mm-hmm. much as someone who is a customer. And you're going to get some really great support from people that you've never met and no support at all from people that you've known all your life mm-hmm. and being okay with that because your friends aren't your customers. Exactly. And that's just, that's literally my my outlook on it, how I take it. I, when I started and when I decided, you know, to get back into blogging, to launch my YouTube channel, it was for myself and what I have to offer to other people that could relate. If my friends could relate, then that's great. Um, I know people get mad like, you know, you didn't post so-and-so that, so you know, such and such was dropping or you didn't post this or you didn't like my, my status on this. You know, people really feel some type of way when their friends petty. don't. Do, yeah, they really, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. see rants all over the place mm. about, you know, my friend, you know, real hashtag real friends or whatever. But I'm like, if I feel like if it relates to someone that's my friend, then that's amazing. If it doesn't, then it's not for them. That's mm-hmm. okay. That doesn't mean that they don't support me or they don't like my content. Are they being a Are they being a hater? It's just that it's not for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good way to look at it. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a question, Earl? No. Oh, I'm I thought you had a question. No. Sorry. Um. And so, what do you feel like? the impact of social media is on mental health, um, especially in the African-American community because everyone sitting at the table is a person of color. Um, What do you feel like, is it, does it help our mental health? Like I think the ability to see regular people or famous people 
talk about therapy and mental health and coming out more and being exposed to it can be really, really helpful. But then I also worry that there's this like keeping up with the Joneses and looking like I'm fine all the time expectation from social media as well. Um, So how do you feel like those two different things impact mental health? I think social media can affect mental health um, a lot because I just feel like with some people, social media is all they have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's just like if something goes wrong, if someone doesn't like this picture or if no one laughs at this, then I must not be funny. Something must Mm -hmm. be wrong with me. Then you start thinking something's wrong with yourself. Mm -hmm. Or you see the next person, oh, she posts this and she looks so beautiful. Why don't I look like that? Mm -hmm. And I feel like when people look at social media in that way that's where it becomes bad for your health because you're out there now you're just comparing yourself to people and Mm -hmm. you're comparing yourself um based on likes and views and stuff like that but i think it can also be a really great thing where you can see like shows like this where hey someone went through that Mm -hmm. i'm going through that Mm -hmm. they got through that by doing x y and z maybe i should try that Nothing are nothing's wrong with me reaching out and wanting to get a therapist and t- and talk about my problems. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I don't mm-hmm. have to be okay all the time. And that's the thing with social. People think with social media when people just post all the highlights that they're okay all the time, mm-hmm. and it's not the truth. It's not Absolutely. the truth at all. Definitely. Yeah, um, I definitely feel like that. Um, and I feel like with social media, you just have to like take it for what it is. Sometimes, like you see all the highlights, so at the back of your head, someone should be like, you know. I wonder what else they go through. Like, how did they get here? Like, and especially with shows like this, like, I feel like we're all normal, whatever mm-hmm. that means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, we're just trying to make it, trying to be yeah. entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. trying to build ourselves up, trying to build our brands so we don't be working for the man all our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think it's just like a push. Like, if you don't want to work for someone all your life, if you have ideas and you feel like you're creative, like, push the envelope. If you have an idea, do it. Even if you don't have support from your friends, you just need support from your parents. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it takes support from like one person. Just try it. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work, then you know, okay, back to the drawing board. That method didn't work. I'm gonna try this. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that people have like trial and error fails all the time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, and failing um, is just information. Mama Oprah said that one time. She was like, "A fail- failure is just information." Like, okay, so now I know what didn't work, and mm-hmm. so let me mm-hmm. tweak it or revamp it or do it differently. Um, we take failure as so much more than that, but, you know, failures are necessary so that we can learn, because we don't learn from the good shit in life. We just enjoy the good shit. And it's humbling. And Yeah, and it's humbling to kind of keep you grounded and keep you focused on what's really important. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, if you have a fail, of like you launch a product or you do, you know, something for your brand or you post a video and no one likes it, um, that's good information to have to know how to move forward. But you have to be secure in yourself. You have to have stable your your own mental health has to be stable enough to maintain the ebb and flow of life from other people because other people are unpredictable. And like I think what y'all are saying is, you know, if you're not stable, if you're not taking care of yourself, then you're going to hold on too tightly to what other people you're just think. make yourself more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So do you feel like the expectation um, is different for people of color in regards to like promoting our brands on social media? Um, like, are we expected? Do you feel like you have to, you know, present a certain way because you are a person of color as compared to other people? 
Like, I know for me personally, there are times where, like, I don't want to come off ghetto or I don't want to come off um, too militant or I don't want to come off a certain way. And I have to kind of, like, check that and look at myself and be like, you know, are you just being authentic? Are you being real? Like, I'm a passionate person. I'm an honest person. And I'm black. Like, and we got our own sauce. Like, and my sauce might be too much for you, but I'm not going to pull back because you feel some type of way about me being black. That's your problem. But I've had to get there and it's still a journey. Sometimes I worry that, you know, even when we were doing the podcast, it's like, do we say like we are geared toward people of color um, and will that alienate, Mm -hmm. you know, even people that I care about. I have people that I care about that are Caucasian and I want them to like the show and I want them to get something from the show. Um, And so by us saying that, does that limit things? And I don't think it has. Mm -hmm. But then even if it does, like, do I? Because that's my that's my passion and that's where I'm led. Like I know there's a stigma in our in our you know race around mental health, and that's the stigma I want to break. Yeah, and I think that's you know, if it's not for them, that's okay. Just mm-hmm. like you were saying with your, our friends are not our customer. Like it may not just be for it may not be for them, and I feel like that is just like that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way you present, um, I know for YouTube, there's a way you can look at your insights to see like who is your audience. Is mm. mostly females? Is it mostly males? What's their age range? Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like I feel like we can look back and see like let's re-listen to our content or we watch it or something like that and see like okay, so this is how it's presenting and this is the things that people like. This has the most views, like this title. So maybe people like talking about this. So like okay, this is where this is my range. This is what people like to hear. Maybe I can delve deeper and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, (laughs) I feel like for people of color and I'm going to I'm going to hone in on the YouTube world, especially in the beauty world from even some of my favorite YouTube uh, YouTubers I follow and watch that I feel like they're so amazing. Why are they not here? And Ashley is here. Mm -hmm. And I do think it's a. It's a coloring, it's a color thing, excuse me. And I feel like sometimes I've seen some YouTubers that I like and I don't like anymore. They try to go that route of being like Ashley, mm. you know, so they can hit that a million, you know, one mm-hmm. million subscribers and so have all these flag. wonderful things. But in reality, sometimes Ashley is not doing anything spectacular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Raven over here, she's doing something amazing, but it's stopping her. Her color is stopping her because she's a black woman. Mm, mm-hmm. So I do. I have some YouTubers. I feel like they're so great. And they're not at the level um, of some other people, you know, that are of white race. And I think um, race has a lot to do with it. So I feel like sometimes um, people try to, you know, contain their content to make sure it's not too black. You know mm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In music selection, making sure they don't have, you know, the ratchet playing mm. or, you know. You know, have something that, you know, that's going to pertain to, you know, white people. Um, so I, I do think I do think um, that's a factor people Definitely. think about when they're making their content. Is it a good factor? No, because mm-hmm. I just feel like it's your it's your platform. Mm-hmm. You should be you. Absolutely. It's what you want. But I guess when I feel like I guess when people are they're chasing that check, you know, Definitely. People or, do whatever. Yeah, I definitely think it um, has to do with like whether or not your social media, you're trying to make it your job or not. Mm-hmm. My friend Kenneth, shout out to he flawless on YouTube. Um, he just moved to California, and so from him moving to small town Texas, um, 
to California to LA to try to make his YouTube world just expand. He's already he's already doing like well on YouTube, but he knows that like he can't do certain things. Mm -hmm. Where another openly gay um, male makeup artist, he like had his ass on Instagram. He was like, "Sis, I can't do that." I'm like, I'm glad you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. And at the same time, that person may be getting more endorsements than him. But I mean, not at the end of the day, what can you do? But you have to just stay true to yourself. As long as you're doing what you can do and you're still reaching the audience. It's just like self-fulfillment, you know? Mm -hmm. There's something to say that's definitely something to say about self-fulfillment versus getting a check. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So our last class, last question for this segment is how do you two have create balance between your real life and your social media life? How do you maintain the balance? Social media life as in producing content or just... Mm -hmm. And just, you know, not always being, you know, everything's not a selfie and everything's <laughs> not a, you know what I mean? Like, everything's, everything's a selfie in my <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's organic to who you are. <laughs> Y'all know I always She's know that. that like yeah, if that's organic to who you are, like, that's different. Because I think, I'm, uh, yeah, I love a selfie. But, selfie you know, I mean, like, Fun you're able to just, like, what's the balance between, like, this is Shadell and then, like, this is Shadell on, you know, social media and these two don't always cross. And how do you, like, maintain the balance? Um, I feel like for me, I don't share like all of my extracurricular activities, mm -hmm. like going out all the time on like when I'm creating content and stuff. Like I'm not going to go live on Facebook or YouTube for people to see me like turn it up. Mm -hmm. I just feel like, you know, that's something intimate, like with my friends, whether we're going to the club or not, like I can't be having them look crazy out there either, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, definitely that, um, you might see a snap or two, but it probably won't be too much, you know, mm -hmm. I definitely make sure there's no like red cups in my hands or anything like that. So I definitely am like aware of my surroundings, mostly all the time. Gotcha. Okay. Well, <laughs> if I'm out and I'm in the turn up, you're going to see it on my Snapchat. <laughs> but I but think your Snapchat's not your brand. Right. Your Snapchat's just your social media. Right. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, um, like I said, just, you know, certain stuff goes on certain platforms. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's how I find, I guess you can say, the balance between the two. There's certain stuff. Like when I'm putting stuff on Instagram, you know, I'm probably thinking more about it versus I'm uploading something on Facebook or something on Snapchat or something on Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, being that, you know, Instagram is where a lot of my, um, you know, audience, you know, connect with me at. Um, I try to, you know, not share t too much of stuff you know, too much of anything and stuff like that. Um, but at the same time, I feel like it's with me, because like everything is named, you know, ShadellGoodson.com is after myself. I still have to kind of like, you know, be authentic. So, you know, like all the snaps won't go on Insta story. You mm -hmm. may get some, but you're not going to get all. So just kind of showing that, Hey, this is Shadell the brand, Shadell the professional. And this is Shadell when she's not worried about the person what what's going up this week on the blog or mm -hmm. what video am I putting out? Yeah. Um, so yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, we are going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with question of the day. All right, y'all. 
What's this? I think this is my second part, my second favorite this part. Is my absolute favorite. So, absolute question favorite of the day from Anonymous is: If my friends are more important to me than members of my family, are my relationship priorities out of whack? Mm. I'm gonna sit in that for a little bit. Are we answering questions? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We're gonna all, you know, <laughs> tap into this. Um, so, what I would say, Anonymous, is that um, there comes a point in life where. Uh, when you become an adult and you have to pour into those who pour into you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not always your family. And that's why we become adults and we have a family of choice. Mm-hmm. And sometimes our biological family members are a part of that family. And sometimes they are not. And so if your friends are the ones who show up for you and pour into you, then that's where you pour back. You know what I mean? Not that you're out here like shitting on your family. Yeah. Um, but feeling like your friends are more connected more they understand you better like that's a very normal thing um and so maybe looking at what the disconnect is with the family is Mm -hmm. that a conversation that needs to be had is that you know something that needs to be mended and you know if not if y'all just don't get along if y'all just don't have shit in common then you know hang with your people that's the thing that's the thing um i hate this term but to piggyback, I really hate that word. Yeah. I hate that term. Yeah. It really makes. <laughs> but um, I mean, it's the same. Sometimes your friends are your people. So I mean, you have your family, and I don't think it means your priorities are out of whack because you might depend on your family. Like when shit gets really hard, they show up. But mm-hmm. you might have your friend that okay, blah 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 did this or my re- this happened in my relationship. This is the person that I'm going to. These are my friends. These are my people. So I mean, like you said. As adults, you get to pick your family. When you're kids, you can't help what you're born into. Mm-hmm. So you might oh, feel like yes. a black sheep your whole life in your family. And then when you were able to leave the house, you found your people. You found mm-hmm. your group, your core. Absolutely. So I don't think that means your relationship is out of whack. But I also think, like Courtney said, you need to be able to assess if your relationships are just completely disconnected with your family. Like, Absolutely. Are you not able to go with them to anything? And if you're not, that's also fine because, hey. Just because that's your family does not mean you have to deal with them. Mm-hmm. That is also a thing. Sometimes blood is not thicker than water. Okay. Oh, Sometimes no. you got to dilute that bad boy with vinegar water and all types of <laughs> stuff and, and run. <laughs> but, you know, so I don't think that means your priorities are out of way. I just think now if we get on the topic of, like, dependency, because that, too, is a thing. You have to be careful, like, if you're too dependent on other relationships that, you know, versus, like, your own self. So, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, I think that, you know, your family is great and all, but sometimes not necessarily my family. Um, I haven't been, I haven't gone through this feeling or anything, but my family has always been really supportive, but my family isn't necessarily like around my age. Mm, So mm -hmm. like I have older parents, my parents are like in their sixties. And so uh, growing up, I know that some of my friends, their parents were younger and they were trying to be friends with their kids. And I'm like, Hey, you and your mom mad close, or you and your dad mad close. I wish my parents was like that. I can't talk to them about nothing. Just because they had that old school love mm-hmm. where they believe that a child stays in a child's place. No, mm-hmm. we're not friends yet. And so I got older. And then I feel like we, me and my parents got closer and we were able to have conversations like that. But it's my friends. I don't know. I just always had like close relationships from them. And honestly, I can say like my friends from like high school and growing up, those childhood friends are still the ones that I have today. Mm-hmm. Like I made great relationships in college and mm-hmm. stuff, but those like core that core from high school and that i grew up with those are still my friends from today gotcha. yeah just like everyone's saying i don't i don't think anything is wrong wrong with that i mean you know 
like everyone said, you get older and you're able to make your own decisions. Um, so if you feel like your friends are the one that's showing up for you when you need them all the time, then there's nothing wrong to show up for them. And if you can't, can't show up from your family because they don't show up for you, then that's okay. Um, you know, hopefully you would try, you know, to reach out and see what's going on. But if it's to the point where it's not able to be fixed, then it's okay. You have to sometimes wash your hands and step back and let God handle the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I have certain friends that I feel like they're family, Mm -hmm. you know, I may call them before, you know, I call my own people. Mm -hmm. Um, and nothing's wrong with that. You know, I think God gives us you know, these great friends and best friends for a reason. Um, So I don't think anything's wrong with that. That doesn't mean your priorities are out of whack. Definitely. That's love. And I feel like that's what family is, is love. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. 100%. Gotcha. So to switch it up a little bit, because we never had guests, do y'all have a question for us? Like a therapist mental health question? Or at all. A therapist mental health question? Mm. Yeah. Y'all asked us about us, our social media. I'm curious to know, like, what made you guys do the podcast? How do you separate it? Mm. So no, let's I'll dig do it the back. What made, so, <laughs> what made us make the podcast is actually, we so, hello. <laughs> so me and Courtney worked together all last year, mm-hmm. um, and we just had a lot of hats off moments mm-hmm. and it got to the point where we was like we hats off was in our link like everyday lingo before yes. it was even the show i'm like oh hats off i'm sick of this or blah 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 yes. so we both were um dealt with mental health for the college level so you get that mind that mindset it could mm-hmm. be left or right depending on what age they are absolutely so i mean certain things we're just like that's not a thing and i think you came up with hats off, and I came up with, like, that's just not a thing. Mm-hmm. And it just mm-hmm. would run, and we would just be on lunch break, and we're like, bro, we're funny as hell. <laughs> like, this needs to be a show. And we were saying this since, what, January or December, that mm-hmm. we were like, we're going to make a podcast. And then, like, well, April? Earl was being kind. Earl was like, we're going to make a podcast. And I was like, <laughs> and then we made a podcast. But, you know, I wasn't up for that because my best friends have been wanting to make a podcast for years. And I was just like, okay, you do that, and I'll. I'll, uh, I'll, guess I'll subscribe. And, that's yeah. not that's not my field. I like to just be funny over here. I don't like to be recorded. Mm-hmm. You can even tell from the first episode to now, I'm more comfortable. But at yeah. first, I was just like, uh, ha ha, no, a little joke, <laughs> yeah, and bounce back. But um, how do we manage? I'm gonna yeah. take that. So I have um personal and pro- I have public and private everything. Um I have public and private um Twitter, I have public and private um Facebook and I have public and private Instagram. Um and my Snapchat is just not affiliated with my brand. And so um there's, you know, and I promote the public part. Um and then for the other side of balance for social media, like my private is, you know, that's going to be more of my son, that's going to be more of um my family stuff, my real stuff. Um and that's just my balance. Um, I just keep it out there. I do want to always present present as authentic and real. Because mm-hmm. I do think sometimes there's this belief that like a therapist has all their shit together. And for me, um, I have found that when I'm able to relate with my clients and be like, me too, 
it's helpful for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they don't feel like I'm judging them. They don't feel like I'm coming at them like, um, oh, well, I would never. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I feel you. And <laughs> yeah. you can make it through this. Like, this is how you become resilient in the situation. This is how you create that boundary. This is how you move forward with that. Um, and so I do try to share things and be authentic. When I write in my um, Instagram, I say, like, we struggle with that. Like, I, I speak mm-hmm. in we um, to connect with my viewers, um, my followers. But yeah, public and, and personal. I mean, yeah, public and private, everything. See, and all of my outlets and platforms are private because I'm, I'm private. If you're not in my group or my friend, you will not know. You're not going to know, but let me see. I post on Instagram maybe once every month, mm-hmm. and it might just be me at brunch because I love a brunch. <laughs> but um, you're not going to get too much from me. And I mean, that's mm-hmm. just how I am. Like, I'm just not a person that I need to post too much. If mm-hmm. I might post something, it's just because I'm like, damn, I look. I look good. I mean, let me post this real quick. Or this was funny, you know. So, mm-hmm. but I'm not about. Mm, I don't. I've just never been too much of a social. If anything, I'm just gonna annoy you by sending you a thousand videos all day because I just go on social yeah. media to watch videos. Girl, like DMs, social videos all day. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, I know. I go on I every see at work all the time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. y'all. And laugh. then sometimes <laughs> when I'm like behind, I'm like, shit, I'm behind. Yeah, Listen, because like she will have about 12. I was like, oh, Lord. And then I try to like comment on all of them. Yeah. So, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah. Now, Snapchat, I think I use that more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. You do. Snapchat <laughs> is more of my like, because I'm just going to be on there like laughing and whatnot. Yeah. And I use that the least just because yeah. I'm older and I don't, I don't know about these newfangled technology. <laughs> I like it. But mostly me and my son just do the filters and like do puppy dog face. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of our, that's my balance with social media. So, what would you all suggest to someone if they were to come to you and they needed advice on how to deal with cyberbullying um mm. because you know with social media you know putting your stuff out there and stuff you open yourself up to people having an opinion on your life and what you should do or just making fun of you because they think that's cool and mm-hmm. stuff and so um in the world where we have movies like 13 reasons why mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. advice would you all For me, I think number one is knowing your support system. Mm -hmm. Knowing Mm -hmm. who you can vent to because similar to 13 Reasons Why, she had people who could have showed up for her, Mm -hmm. but she wasn't using it. So I think one, you need to know who your resources are, who your support system are, and also use them. Like, don't just say, well, I know I can talk to my best friend about anything or my mom, but you're not talking to them about it until you're blowing up. So I think one, you need to know who your team is, and one, you need to know who you are as a person, and if you're sound and secure in yourself and able to be like at the end of the day i'm grounded in what i know and who i am so -hmm. what you're saying at the end of the day doesn't mean anything to me so i also think there's a sense of responsibility you have when you're entering social media that you have to be aware that whatever i post somebody might feel the need they can say anything to me because i mean we all know that social media ain't nothing but full of twitter fingers and people that feel like i can say whatever just because i'm behind the keyboard so i think you have to also be aware of like right Mm -hmm. you have to be aware of like I'm entering this field, this territory where somebody might just feel like they can say whatever to me and be able to address it from there. So, mm-hmm. and I think you know also to piggyback. I didn't know that was a thing for you. Um, <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, I don't like moist. That's the word I can't like. So yeah, yeah like that, that bothers word. me. But um, to piggyback off of Earl, like you know, the more secure I am in my own stuff, like the things that 
I'm really secure in, people can come at me. Like if somebody was like, you're not funny, I'm like, bitch, you're stupid. I'm hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Um, like that doesn't hurt my feelings. Or if they're like, you're not smart, I'm mm-hmm. like, whatever. You know, those things. But the things that are very sensitive to me that I'm insecure about, those are the things that if you comment on them, they're very hurtful. Mm-hmm. And not to say anyone saying something negative is going to be hurtful like that. It hurts for people to be cruel and people can be incredibly cruel, mm-hmm. but it hurts more when it's stuff that you're insecure about. And so I think it's important to constantly be doing your work, like constantly be working on your insecurities and, mm-hmm. you know, having some sort of, you know, mental health check, having some sort of self-care regimen, having people who affirm you, um, doing things that affirm you within yourself so that you are building your like confidence so that those things don't impact you as severely um i also think you know settings are a thing like i will block the fuck out of you (laughs) like i don't know who you talking to i don't know who you think i don't know who hurt you but it's not me and i'm not here for it you know i will block you i'll report you because if you're gonna just be ugly consistently like one ugly comment i'll be like okay sis had a bad day Mm -hmm. bros you know but if you're trying to troll me if you're trying to troll me like let me let me shut this shit down and you know let me let folk know um that i'm not here for it um I, i don't engage um, I've engaged in a couple of things like, you know, Black Lives Matter conversations and um, political conversations, and they're not fruitful. People feel the way they feel about things, and I just leave them feeling angry and like I've stepped out of my character. So I just block people, and I just kind of keep it moving with that. Um, but again, I also have a balance of, you know, I have friends in the real world. And so if all of your friends are on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram and people are hurting you, then like it it hurts more because this is like your only platform. Mm-hmm. Like I have real friends where I can just be like, okay, let me close my phone and be like, call Earl and be like, this bitch said blah, 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 blah. <laughs> blah. My life. Yeah. And so, you know, having a support system in real life is also incredibly important. But yeah, use your settings and make sure you're taking care of yourself and building your own confidence and ultimately fuck them. Ultimately. Yeah, because that's about them. The things, the good things and the negative things people say about us are never about us. Like, if I'm complimenting something, it's because I like it, not because I necessarily, like, it doesn't say anything about the product. It's something about me. And if I'm angry about something, it's because I don't like it. It's not, again, doesn't say anything about the product. It's just about me. And so the more we recognize that the way people act towards us has very little to do with us, mm-hmm. the better we, you know, are able to accept their behavior as their shit. Because I mean, most of it's their shit. And at the end of the day, an opinion is an opinion. It's not factual. So let's keep it moving. Absolutely. What's that going to take away from you? In the words of my favorite meme, you are entitled to your wrong giving. Okay. Absolutely. So yeah. opinion is like an ass. Everyone has one. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, we will be right back. Um, that's not a thing. And we're back. That's not a thing. <laughs> so, y'all, um, my not a thing is selling your soul for a check. Like, that's not a thing. Doing things for likes and followers and opinions and approval and praise and ultimately a check shouldn't be a thing. Um, and so we're going to kind of talk about the you know, side chicks of Charlotte. Um, For those of you who don't know, there was a um, show, and I don't know where it was going to, what's it going to be on? YouTube. Oh, so it's on YouTube. 
Is it? That's the thing. Okay. Bravo hit them with the lawsuit already. I hope they do. I don't think that thing was on Bravo. I don't. It was never gonna be on. Bravo. But they're using they were Bravo. They were like, logo. yeah, they that was Photoshop. Weird. Yeah, no, I don't like perjury. It. Um, and Lies. so basically, <laughs> there are these women who are, you know self-proclaimed side chicks. So I saw an interview. Are they women or those are girls? I mean, they they women. They grown because they know but better. They, they, those little girls. Yeah. The way they act. Lost yeah. girls. Yeah. Lost. Um, and they are basically Lost, saying that they are, um, they're side chicks um, to men of, I guess, money or status in Charlotte, whoever those may be. But did we see that? Point them out. Whoever they may be. But that's the thing, too, though. Like, this is why this can't be a thing. Like, they're side chicks to who? Like, Well, I no mean, if one... you think about it, we have we have Hornets. We have um, we have the Panthers. We have, you know, banking. The banking industry in Charlotte is a, is a thing. Oh like, gosh, you know, there's folks with money out here. Career. I don't even care if it was... Tyrone down at Burger King, being oh, a I care. side person, I but like being the, no, but I'm saying you could do. being a side anything it's not something is to not something cute to gloat no, about. No, and on like, the, the and you know that they're in a relationship. The radio um, interview that they did, they were like, "Well, we don't see ourselves as side chicks because you know I get the same thing you get, and yeah, we the like, same." And I'm one like, girl was like, "There okay? is no such thing as a man, and the quicker you learn that, the better you'll be." And I was just like, yeah, I'm like "Who hurt you? Who hurt you?" Sound I, so stupid. I feel like. I'm a, I'm gonna assume I've only seen the video when they were fighting in the parking lot. Oh my god! But I just feel like anyone who is going to be happy about being somebody's side chick or the main or being in the same equation with another female, um, where they're competing, I guess, for this attention of this male. What's your website again? Drop it again. Embrace <laughs> abundance and see, like y'all, like because seriously, you need a hug, like. Why are we accepting less? Like, why are we signing up to settle? Like, you next episode is going to be episode on settling four. in relationships. Um, episode four. Mm, I can't wait. For and that. like, okay. why are we setting? Why are we saying? You know what? We're. I'm just not enough to wait for a decent partner. Like, what messages are you taking in where you're like, this is the best I can do? Or I'm not and enough to just have they one talked person about, to myself. Yeah, they <laughs> talked about, well, like, there's no dude out here worthy of me. And there's, you know, one of them was like, you know, I, I was the main and I got played. And so I'm like, well, what the hell am I, yeah. tr- you know, being faithful for? But one fuckboy don't stop no show. Exactly. Like, worthy of her. Like, like Gucci Man what, say, what miss one, next 15, one like, Exactly. Yeah. Like, why would you decide that because this one dude wasn't good enough, he wasn't worthy, he wasn't accepting of who you were and could be, that you now then compromise who you really want to be? Because nobody wants to share their dude. I saw, I used to watch Sister Wives and the chicks who were raised in the religion where you share your dude didn't want to share their dude. They were <laughs> jealous of each other and they signed up for that shit. But nobody wants to do that. Sadly, some some women they take pride in that that I can take your man. I don't think it's I don't think I can take your man and that's cute of them, but it's really no way. I, think it's I don't think it's I don't think they're proud of it. I think they have decided that is who they are and they have to pretend to be proud of it because they don't want to show your sh- their shame. Even if you're going to be through six dudes that did you wrong. At the end of the day, that's when you need to start asking yourself, what type of dude am I attracting? Exactly. If I keep what going is it about my energy person? 
that connects to these people? What do I not love enough in myself that dudes think they can continue to treat me like shit? And then, like, majority of these women have children. Oh, my right? God. That just hurts my heart. So, like, in one girl. On so many levels. It just, she said, um, you talking about us, but I bet one of y'all moms or grandma was a side chick at some point. And I was like, no, that's. That's not a thing. And even if my mama or my grandma was a side chick, I'm that not trying to sign up and be like that. her. You're I need to learn from my pe- the mistakes of our past. Like, you might have a parent that was abusive. Does that mean, well, now I got to be abusive? Thank you. Exactly. You have a parent who's so an alcoholic. You better pass me the bottle. Like, what the hell? At the day, everybody's trying to be amazed to someone. Thank like, you. Yeah. Be a like, side chick like. Exactly. Be honest that you what you really want is a committed, faithful, honest relationship. And you are now accepting this and you're telling yourself it's okay, but that's not really who you are. That's not who people really are. And, and you, take, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I was about to say, and to take a step away from like the side chick, like think about the lives there can be ruining. Hello. Because I'm sure if they're the really side chicks, to like all these powerful people, like they don't know they on that show. <laughs> Stuff just gonna air out, or it's gonna be lies. Well, now here's my thing on that. Here's my thing on that. I need these. Candy. I need these lying ass fuck boys to tuck it up and go to fuck home. Like that's not okay. Like I think that's the other piece. Like women putting themselves out there and battling other women. Like and we ain't seeing a dude, you know, raise his hand to be accountable for anything in this entire show. Like why are you cheating on your wife? But like, why are you a piece of trash? Why are you fucking up your family? Like why is it okay? For this man to get out scot-free and get two bitches out the deal. And y'all out here fighting, looking stupid. I saw this one video. These chicks fighting in the ground with no draws on. And all these men are standing around like, oh, we got footage. We got action. We got uh-uh. action. Like, but quit see, hoeing yourself out for a man to get a check. How dare you have the audacity to think you can walk up to the wife? That fight was between the wife. Well, he apparently, because I did some Instagram searching. This situation, <laughs> he has now chosen the side chick. He has chosen the side Since, chick. But what I don't even like, I just don't like that these side chicks or like one that people are feeling comfortable enough to say this out loud. Like mm-hmm. my thing is, if you a nasty little hoe, be that. But where your like you don't care. Like you are feeling like you can walk up. Like even on the love and hip hop. But does girl she owe like, him more than does she owe this chick more that. than the hu- than the husband does? I don't think is, the chick owes her, owes the other chick. I don't think she's owes anybody anything. Owes but husband. I wouldn't even owes her why are you in that situation better. and why do you feel like you can go up to her and let her know about her? If you unless you are saying, Hey, your man is doing this, but don't come up to her mad like she did something to you. That's like old girl who's talking to Rashida on this past year. Like, you felt like you could sit there and talk about the supposedly baby mama and her multi-relationship. And you know who was silent that whole time? Fuck boy Kurt. So my thing is, you running your mouth, and he, now you gonna got beat up, and guess what? That whole scene made him look like look better. He's hugging down, like, good looking at her. I would have pushed him in the ocean. What the hell? I don't like it. I just don't. I don't like this. I don't like this whole side Yes. And in the words of Yandy, know your position. Like, if you're going to be a side chick, you signed up for it. And the side chick, you know, in my opinion, you know you're a side chick. And whatever you're getting out of it, that's what you get. And that's it. Like, what's done in the dark will always come to light. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. Yes, but, like, but I really want us to hold these men for. more accountable for oh, most definitely. this I, behavior. It's, just, it's so annoying to me when, you know, the two women, they find out about each other and they're mad at each other. Like, Exactly. Well, why you why you um tried my man or why you came? At, no, you need to be asking exactly. your man. Exactly. Why did he allow that? And why I'm packing he, up all your shit. Break up. Yeah, I'm packing up all your stuff and being like, oh, I'm so glad you are forward thinking and you have a new place to live. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Blessing. 
anybody um ever tell me they want to come to me as a woman, I'd be like, you can have them, sis. Exactly. Absolutely. Because what are we fighting for? Because even at the end of the day, the chick who was like, you mad because I took your husband? Uh, Babe, look how he treats his wives. The same way you like, look wife. how he shows up for his wives. What do you think, fast forward, is going to be your You're life? You're going to lose him the exact same exactly. way. Exactly. Exactly. The way you get them is the way you lose them. Do you guys think that women get a bad rap too? Like, I know the show is called Side Chicks, but you know, sometimes there's some side men out there too. Oh, oh yeah, well, the naked pimps and players and the chicks are just like hoes that's for having say, to all men. side piece, whatever you are, you're disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You a gutter snipe straight out of whatever <laughs> county you came out of, whether it be hood, country, or suburbs, you ain't got no morals and you're going to hell. And look at the first person you and see I don't in even the mirror, nobody else, but you going to hell. Slap yourself. And I'm going to slap you too. I don't like that stuff. <laughs> So, yeah, like I would honestly love to have a conversation with these women and, you know, not on the air because they've been doing a lot of (laughs) interviews on the air. Like, I want to meet y'all somewhere and do some real work around where y'all got the message that this was the best you could do because y'all are beautiful and y'all deserve more than this. And your children deserve mothers who don't teach them that settling is a thing. So that's not a thing. Just selling your soul for, for likes and for a check is just not a thing. Not a thing. Yes. Yeah. And then Shadell had another that's not a thing that goes with social media and is creepy as shit. So I know I I would assume y'all have all seen this past week, Malia Obama, she celebrated her sweet 16. Happy birthday, sis. Happy birthday. I love you. <laughs> Tell your daddy to come back to the White House. <laughs> oh. But all these pictures that's been circulating the internet, in the comments, I see all these men saying that mm, she is aging like fine wine. Yeah. And how sir, old were they? Sir, to lust, uh, to lust over a 16-year-old is not a thing. Come on, wine. That little girl is great. Leave that child alone. Thank you. It's not a thing. That's a whole baby. It's not a thing. Yeah. Like, I just I, think that's so disgusting to sit there yeah. and just be like. That's another thing about social and, and then why is that all she should be reduced to? Like, you know, this girl is brilliant. She's ambitious. She's coming from, you know, royalty um, in regards to, you know, the African-American community and, and history as a whole. And all you can talk about is, is, her how, is how she, like, getting thick in the right places. Like, get the hell out of here. Like, that little girl is going to be smart and amazing and talented. Like, let's focus on who she really is because her looks are not who she really is. Exactly. And. And piggybacking off of that. I know you hate that word. <laughs> That's going to be a thing. Now. Looks Whoa. should never be anything you have to offer. If that, mm. if you feel like all you have to offer is your looks, Courtney. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. Yeah. It's not a thing. And you mm-hmm. need to visit Courtney's website. <laughs> and um, you can sit down and you can have some talk, some conversation with her about that. But that is not a thing. And, yeah. And it would do my heart some good to go on those sites and see men being like, you are an amazing, beautiful brown woman, and I just wish you well, and I'm so proud of you, and you keep your head up, sis. Like, that would be a way to affirm a 16-year-old girl. Not objectify her, but affirm her. Versus she done got thick. Yeah. Mm. That's disgusting. So, shame on you. Anybody else got it? That's not a thing? All right. Well, we are going to wrap it up. Um, I have the resource, and I'm just going to link it to the um, description. It's the article around um, comparing likes to, you know, other types of medicators, such as using drugs, um, and how to kind of create some balance between your regular life and your social media life. So that will be in the description. 
And I have the quote for the week. And the quote is, we choose our joys and sorrows long before we experience them. Mm. Sit in that. Mm. Mm -hmm. Read that one more time. We choose our joys and sorrows long before we experience them. Mm. So do not allow your sorrows to run your life. Yeah, yeah. And don't don't give yourself sorrow that's not a thing yet. Hello. I think a lot of times we like forward think of like, oh, this I'm not going to make it or this mm-hmm. isn't going to be great. or Exactly. Or just, you know, it has to happen this way. I got to find this mm-hmm. man. And then when you find him, you hold on to him and he ain't shit. Self-fulfilling so, prophecy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't fulfill that prophecy. Just let life happen. Definitely. What was that quote um, from the movie with Jaden and Will Smith when they were in it together? He was like, what is fear? Fear is like you're scared of the future. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know what's going to happen. Yet, so there's no what is, what is that? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So that wraps up another episode. Um, we want to say thank you to Trent and Shadell yes. again. Shadell, please um, give your information again. So you can follow me on Instagram at Shadell G. That is S-H-A-D-E-L-L-E with a G on the end. You can find me on YouTube at YouTube.com forward slash Shadell Goodson. And you can check me out on my website at ShadellGoodson.com. Awesome. And Trent? Um, once again, it's been real, you guys. You can find me on Instagram and YouTube at Trending Trent. Just type that in, it'll come up. And Trent is spelled T R E N T. All right. And you can follow Hats Off Podcast on Instagram at Hats Off Podcast CLT. And we're on Facebook and Twitter as Hats Off Podcast. Send us um, questions of the day at hatsoffpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on our personal pages. My IG is easy.ecmeazy period ecm. And I'm Courtney Leak LCSW. Again, that leak does not have an E on the end. Courtney L E A K L C S W. And that's everywhere. Twitter, um, no, Twitter is actually Courtney LCSW. Um, Instagram and Facebook are Courtney Leak LCSW. So until next time, be you, be true, hats Hats off. off. Hats Off is brought to you by Earl Martin and my mommy, Courtney Leake. And I'm Carter.